0: So, if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines.
1: Hi, it's Nancy Gaines and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and have more abundance in their life. So the focus of today's podcast is all about storytelling. And I'm so excited to have a special guest. His name is Park Howell. And before I introduce him, I want to tell you how I actually found Park. I've been trying to up some of my blog posts, you know, up my game a little bit by adding some storytelling. And I'm finding when I tell a story, people are engaging with my post a lot more or sending me an email that they love the story. So I'm thinking there's something something to the storytelling. So I searched who else does a lot of storytelling and I found Park's name in Buzz Sumo. If you guys are social media people, you know what Buzz Sumo is all about. And that's how I found him. Tracked him down on LinkedIn. Here he is today. Let me tell you a little bit about him and we'll jump right into the interview. He's a 30 year old, not 30 year old, sorry Park. He's a 30 year no advertising veteran who coaches business leaders and communicators in professional service firms, how to use storytelling to drive the business results. He also runs a Phoenix-based ad agency, Park & Company. He's a professor at Arizona State University, and he has got his own podcast, which is super exciting. I love talking to other podcasters, The Business of Story. And a book is coming out, so we'll talk about that as well, Park, so welcome. Is there anything you want to add to the introduction before we jump no, into the questions?
2: No, I wish I was 30 years old. That was, would, would be awesome at this point. You could transport me back to that age in your podcast.
1: The 30s were fun, weren't they?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But no, it's great to be here. Thank you for having me on your program.
1: Yeah, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. So as I was saying, I tracked you down through BuzzSumo, and I'm... Um, Finding that storytelling seems to be a hot word lately. I think When I think of it, I think of parents telling stories to their kids, but how would you define it in the business sense?
2: In the business sense, because we do all of our work with professional services firms or in the B2B marketing area, it's really about humanizing a brand, getting away from the textbook way of, of, of talking about brands and humanizing it through approaching it as an author might approach a book, we approach helping brands with their brand strategy and activation, telling their stories like an author would. Uh, And what we do is bring in really traditional story structure to sit down and take an organization through this process we call the story cycle. It's a 10-step process. And it basically applies what we've learned from screenwriting, Joseph Campbell's Hero's Journey, Joseph Campbell's a famous mythologist, and some others. And it takes this form that they use in Hollywood to create movies plays and whatever and we've made a hybrid of it again called the story cycle and that's what we use uh, to help brands humanize their story and really understand what they stand for as a brand and then be able to communicate that in in an authentic way
1: that is a great strategy is that something you just put together in the last few years or has that been your your way of working it all along
2: well, um, the great thing is in the communications world, uh, we are all innate storytellers, as really every human being is, but we 've just have been given permission by society to be crazy storytellers on behalf of our clients so it 's something we 've always done, but it 's never it 's not something i 've always completely understood, um, having been in this business for thirty years about Ten years ago, 12 years ago, our middle son went to film school in Chapman University over um, in Orange, California, and he now works in Hollywood, works for NBC Universal, as a motion graphics artist, and is an uh, aspiring film writer and director, so he's all in in his five-year career so far, but while he was doing that, I asked him to send me his textbooks. Uh, since we were paying for them, but I wanted to know what did Hollywood know and how do they teach their up and comers about story and story structure that we in the communications world and business leaders um, could use to be more effective at connecting with our audiences and you know transforming them somewhere. So as I started studying this, my big aha moment is when I um, was introduced to Joseph Campbell. He's now you know has since passed away, he died in nineteen eighty seven, but he was America's Foremost mythologist and he found this universal structure to story that has been around since the very beginning of time and he called it the hero's journey and you can see it through the works of Aristotle to the apostles from Shakespeare to Spielberg to even what Red Bull does with their storytelling around their brand. It's this universal pattern to story that um, when I started overlaying it on the work we were doing, the campaign work we were doing for clients, I saw it. There it was. We called it all different things, you know, situational analysis and SWOT analysis. and um, we, we made it too academic. But when I then took that and humanized it using basic story structure is when uh, – we started having amazing success with it with our clients and in the campaigns we ran. Um, The numbers went up on on campaign activation as far as engaging customers, conversions went up and we had so much success with it then Arizona State University came calling and asked if I'd write a communications curriculum around it for a, a, a new executive masters for sustainability leadership program which I did and we launched it two years ago and so now Um, I teach storytelling to executives around the world to help them connect with their people to help, you know, push their social missions further faster.
1: That is awesome that there's actually a class for that because when I got my MBA, that wasn't one of the options. And I'm just learning (laughs) by, yeah, I mean, that's amazing. I'm just learning by trial and error that when I write a story, people are, are connecting with me better. So when you say the template, are you kind of saying it's as simple as, things are great, all of a sudden I hit a bump in the road, I have this downside, I figure out how to come out of it, and everything's great again, or is it a little bit more complex?
2: Well, it's a, it's both of those. So you hit it on the head perfectly. Um, story is is really three acts for the most part. That's the simplest way to do it. Act one is you have a setup. Something's going on, is, is happening in my world right now. Act number two, then, is conflict. Oh, the universe is pushed back, it's thrown me into disarray, I now have to react to it. And in our world of branding and marketing, that's where we want to play with brands because it makes their product or service offering more relevant. When something is happening that is causing action within the market that they can respond to. And then act three is resolution. Uh, one of our clients, I thought, said it best. He goes, boy, it comes down to sales. And he broke it down to three steps. In sales, you find the pain amplify the or you I'm sorry you you find the wound amplify the pain heal the wound and that goes back to your basic three act structure something's going on then you dive into conflict and then you resolve it now With our story cycle process, that is at the heart of it, but it's a 10-step process of filling in these content buckets around your brand so you make sure that you're paying attention to everything from your audiences who are truly the hero of the journey um, in creating audience personas into what's at stake for them individually and when the brand fulfills that need, what is at stake for the brand as a, as a corporation an or organization and growth and so forth. Um, we go through the next steps of then the call to adventure. What has changed in the market the brand is either responding to or has maybe created that change in the market therefore can respond to it. Into obstacles and antagonists that they have to overcome. Into the mentor which is the brand in and of itself and in the mentor we look at uh, the old Carl Jung archetypes and try to humanize the brand by looking at these 12 primary archetypes and identifying which archetype is um, most authentic to the brand in the form of its personality, how it speaks, what it, you know, kind of visual storytelling does it do, um, and then it, it goes on. So we have the tr- the road of trials, the victory is at hand chapter, the moral of the story of connecting the values of the brand with the values of their customers, and then finally to be continued. What's the next revolution of the story cycle process? So. Yes, I've I've taken this three-step act one two three um, set up problem solution and now we overlay that with this ten steps that when a brand fills in the blank they can see their brand story materialize before their eyes. It's really quite amazing.
1: What a great methodology. Good for you guys. That is. It sounds like it's working, huh?
2: It is, and you know, it's a little bit of a mad scientist in a lab because when I was studying this through you know, the Hollywood stuff, and I read a great book out there uh, by Blake Snyder called Save the Cats. And Blake Snyder also has since passed away, but Blake Snyder was a screenwriter in Hollywood who sold more family-friendly screenplays in the 1980s than anybody. And his primary uh, 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 customer was Disney. So he wrote this book called Save the Cats, and he took it down and he showed the 15 beats of every great story as it relates to uh, his version of the hero's journey. And when I looked at that, we actually used it for a client of ours who was having a big convention in Washington, D.C., and we had to entertain the audience for about two hours, and they were trying to figure out how do they roll out this product and make it interesting and and keep people in their seats and whatever. Well, we literally took Blake Snyder's 15 beats out of Save the Cat, and we wrote the entire um, product presentation using these beats. We essentially created a play on stage. And... After we, And that was when I first realized, wow, this, I mean, this really works because when we were done, we had 3,500 international business folks in the audience, and we had people from all countries in all languages coming up to us and telling us that was the best product reveal yet. And I think that's what underscored the universal power of story and story structure to me, perhaps stronger than anything I've ever done. That's when I knew we were onto something
1: congratulations that's amazing (laughs) that is really really cool so do you i know you've got a podcast i've been podcasting since the first of the year and i found that Mm -hmm. i loved it more than i thought i would Mm -hmm. Do you tell us a little bit about yours and how you incorporate the storytelling into the podcast
2: well what i've done is a friend of mine jay bear who um, is a social media guru i'm sure a lot of your uh Listeners have heard of him. He's got a company called Convince & Convert, and he's a friend of mine that lived out here in Arizona, but now he's back east. Um, He and I were talking earlier in the year. He produces several podcasts, and he invited me to bring my podcast on his network. And uh, he does a lot of work in content marketing, social media, um, but was looking for something more in content creation. So we started Business of Story. We launched it July 1. And my whole mission with Business of Story is I connect business leaders and communicators with story artists, meaning authors, writers, screenwriters, actors, actresses, stand-up comics, um, people who make a living telling stories outside of the business realm. And they are my guests. And what I do is I basically ask them, "Is what can you teach us, business people, on how to do a better job of crafting and telling compelling stories that actually sell?" And uh, it's been a blast. We, you know, launched it July one. Believe it or not, by July two, um, a day later, we were among the top ten business podcasts on both iTunes and Yahoo. Just within twenty four hours. That's incredible. So, we were really excited, and we were only broadcasting uh, twice a month, and now we had so much demand. We're going every week, every Wednesday, and in fact, I know we're recording this on a Wednesday. I have just had a new one go out today, and um, it's, it's just been a lot of fun. So it's a podcast that runs anywhere from 40 to 50 minutes long, and it's introducing people to story artists that do story for a living and then I always have very actionable tips and techniques that they can take from the program and can use immediately and again it's just at uh, businessofstory.com is where your listeners can go and hear it or they can go on iTunes and certainly just search for business of story and it'll pop up
1: well I am definitely going to subscribe to that one that sounds totally (laughs) like a great idea (laughs) So let me well, ask I hope you, you do. Yeah. yeah, now now that I'm aware of it, I would have found you on <laughs> iTunes instead of BuzzZumo. So let me ask you a fun question. Do you have yeah. a favorite quote or a motto that keeps you
2: going? <laughs> yeah, you know, um, I was thinking about that. And the one that I guess that always comes back to me is something Woody Allen said. And he just simply said, 80% of success is showing up. And I really believe that, you know, where... All of us, when we get into business and entrepreneurship and that sort of thing, we have a lot of amazing self-doubts. And quite honestly, we don't even have all the talents we need to be successful. But the one thing we do to have is stick-to-itiveness and perseverance. And I'm just a big believer in that quote, that 80% of success is simply showing up day in and day out, whether you feel like it or not. Um, getting over all your own demons, all your own antagonists that can hold you back, and, and, and do the work. My, and I think I, it comes from my father, who was a Depression-era kid in North Dakota. I mean, literally, this is a man, self-made man, who um, as a kid, they were so poor during the Depression that for one Christmas, all he got was one gift, and it came from his aunt, and it was a homemade uh, pair of gloves. And he said it was the greatest gift he's ever had. Um, he's went on from that to uh, build a very, very successful heavy construction company up out of the Seattle area. He has long since retired. He's 89 now, still going strong, still full of wisdom. But he would tell us, he would always have us working, and he would say, you know, around the house and whatever, digging fence posts, you know, all that kind of stuff, growing up in rural Seattle. But he would say, pick up that shovel or somebody else will you know and that has always stuck with me it was that depression era mantra of man you know you got a job you got to work hard at it you have to appreciate it and you have to show up every day so that's why i like woody allen's quotes
1: i love that quote and i use it a lot too but i'm going to change it to pick up that shovel or someone else will is that right someone else will it's just yeah. Kind different yeah pick up right? that
2: shovel or someone else will um He might be the first one to say, you know, maybe that was too much. You can chill out a little bit, son. You know, you don't have to work that hard. But, uh, no, I've got a a great work ethic from him.
1: Yeah, that is awesome because normally you find that in the Midwest where I grew up. But um, it's good to hear that it's made it to the coast as well. I'm going to give a plug to my blog that I just posted on LinkedIn on Monday. I actually named it Show Up and Don't Take Yourself Out of the Game. So it's all about what you just said. You know, people self-eliminate. Yeah, show up and don't take yourself out. A lot of people don't even, you know, show up. They're like, no, they won't pick me. I'm not good enough, strong enough, cute enough, smart enough. So, perfect quote.
2: Okay. (laughs) Good.
1: Serious question, serious question. How about, um, what's one of your biggest challenges, and how did you overcome it?
2: Well... You know, it's a great question, and I would say I don't think I've had my biggest challenge yet. I've had a lot of them like everybody does, and you you work hard and you overcome them. I think maybe, if anything, I'm in the midst of my greatest challenge right now. And what that is, Nancy, is uh, running an ad agency for 20 years. 20 years ago, it was much easier when all we had to worry about was TV, radio, print, outdoors, some public relations, some word-of-mouth marketing, maybe some event work in this day and age with digital, and what we all can do, you're doing it, I'm doing it, the world is doing it, um, where before when our clients had their influence through mass media, now the masses are the media. And with that has changed the complete landscape with how brands go to work, how brands try to attract in and, and engage with customers, and that has impacted agencies in a huge way. And then we are you know, still trying to figure that out ourselves. What I have found, though, that has helped steer me through this greatest challenge is truly storytelling and the words and the wisdom of Joseph Campbell. There's a a great book. Now, He's written several books, and I will tell you his academic tomes are so dense, they're like impossible to read. So I don't recommend that, (laughs) but what I do recommend is all of your listeners, um, no matter where they are in their life and in their journey, professional or personal, is to read the book that PBS created from his series with Bill Moyers. Uh, It is an amazing, it's called The Power of Myth. And it um, is basically their interview recreated in the book with a few more of the questions and answers in it that actually made the TV show. Um, but I love that because it has helped me get through all of my major challenges. And being in this one right now is a reinvention of our own agency and what I want to do with storytelling and helping businesses understand That they no longer can be promoters of stuff, but that they have to be publishers of meaningful content that actually connect with and empower people, not just sell them stuff. Because a lot of the people they will empower will never be customers, and that's okay. Brands have to get over that. So it's uh, both the most exciting time in my professional career after 30 years in the advertising business. And I'll tell you, it's my greatest challenge right now because I'm trying to figure out how to make that work best for everybody because once it works great for them, then it'll work for me and my family.
1: Well, thank you for sharing that. I know um, what, the other thing I found about storytelling is to be vulnerable. And it's hard because you're wondering what people are going to think. Uh, do you find being vulnerable in storytelling is, a, is an asset?
2: total asset. And it's much easier for me to do it now than ever before. I always, like everybody else, wanted to, like, hey, man, my stuff doesn't stink. I got it all dialed in. No, I do no wrong. Uh, but that's just not true. It's not authentic. We all have our, our warts and warbles. And when you are on stage or when you are talking about this, uh, be it your brand story, be it interviewing for a job, whatever, when you can show your vulnerability, you connect with the audiences. Because the thing about audiences and storytelling is audiences crave underdogs. They don't care about heroes. They don't care about people that have already achieved. That's not that interesting unless that person has been really authentic and vulnerable in talking about their successes and their failures. Um, And I think, Nancy, it all comes down to this basic premise, this basic idea that our minds are hardwired for story and we use story to create meaning out of the chaos around us. So we use story literally to stay alive. That's our, jo- that's our brain's number one job. When people are vulnerable, they are sharing conflict within their lives and how they overcame that conflict. And audiences love it because our subconscious loves it because we live vicariously through whomever is telling that story so that we could try on their trouble and practice what we would do just in case it happens to us. That's why storytelling is so powerful, and when brands get themselves out of their own way—and by that I mean put the customer at the center of the story, as the hero of the journey, the brand as the mentor, the brand as the good witch of the north or uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi—and um, then are authentic in that relationship, in, you know, through the, the trials and errors of that relationship, then they will build brand bonds with their customers like never before. You know, there's a, a great TED Talk, you, I'm sure you've seen it, called uh, Brene Browns. I uh, love that
1: one. She is yeah. good.
2: And she gives everybody permission to be vulnerable. That's the most beautiful thing about that. Like, I give people permission to be a storyteller, you know, to really you know, reignite that innate storyteller within you. It's okay. She gives us all permission to be vulnerable. And I think that's why that particular presentation is so remarkably powerful.
1: I totally agree. Wow, you have really jammed packed this podcast with lots of amazing – I've got like three pages of notes on my own desk here. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'll
1: have to go back I'm and I'm geeking to out pages. on you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, how can people connect with you if they want to work more closely with you or some of the amazing information you have on your website? How can they find you?
2: Yeah, thank you for that. The best thing to do – and there's really three ways I work with folks uh, – consulting, uh, brands and helping them to you know, go to market as we do with a typical agency. I do story workshops, half-day, full-day, and two-day workshops, and I'm doing them around the country for American Marketing Association and other groups, but I can also uh, be brought in to work with companies one-on-one. Um, and then um, keynote speaking or plenary sessions, that uh, I do that as well. And The best way to track me down is li- literally go to the same site that holds my podcast, which is businessofstory.com. And they can get through either thebusinessofstory.com or businessofstory.com. And um, you can you can find everything out you need to know about me. And actually, the one thing, too, when they're there, uh, I point them to is I've got a lot of free storytelling tools on the site. So they can go and click on it. And I have a fairly new one that's pretty fun. Um, it's at the top of our storytelling list of tools. And it's where it takes your listeners through the 10 steps of the story cycle process, and they can apply it to their own personal story, their own you know, founder story, whatever that might be. And within each one of those 10 steps, it's, it's handled a bit like a chapter. There are videos in there, and there are takeaways so that they can see how the whole process comes together. And it was designed, meant to help everybody very quickly be able to use story structure in their own lives. So it's kind of an educational model, but also something that they can use as they're going through it to write their story.
1: That is a really generous gift. Thank you very much. So listeners, it's businessofstory.com to get all these goodies that will help you with, it sounds like life and business, right, Park?
2: Absolutely. And then if they would like my email, too, they can shoot me a note at park at businessofstory.com.
1: So awesome.
2: um, either way, they can find me through the website or just shoot me at, yeah, email at park at businessofstory.com.
1: Great. Everyone should take advantage of, the, of that, guys. Businessofstory.com, cool stuff. Park, thank you so much for joining us today. Is there anything you want to add that we didn't cover?
2: You know, the, the last thing I would like to add is I want to remind all of your listeners, and if I were to ask them right now, I said, how many of you would believe yourself to be a good storyteller, I would say one out of 20 of you would raise your hands. And I want to encourage you to reignite that innate storyteller, because I believe we were all at the tops of our storytelling games in kindergarten. And it's simply been coached out of us, educated out of us, corporate structured out of us. Um, and But it's still there. It just wants to be reignited. And if you really want to move mountains, Understand your story first, and then articulate it. Tell it to everybody around you, and it'll give you a better appreciation for what you are doing in life and where you want to go in life, and it'll help you better understand your own audiences and what they're going through. So that's the last thing I would say. I want to give your permission to all of your listeners to reignite that innate super power of storytelling within them.
1: I love that, the superpower of storytelling. We've all got it.
2: absolutely well you think about it it really is the one and only true superpower we have when you can talk to a complete stranger they could be completely around the globe not even in front of you you do it online but you tell them a powerful enough story to change their behavior and do something to me that's a superpower
1: Oh, and we all have it
2: it's just a matter of using it for good and not evil
1: Very cool. (laughs) Thank you for spending part of your day with us, Park. Listeners, if you love this podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. It helps with our search engine. And also, please share it with your friends because there's amazing content every Wednesday. And and to find more information about me, nancygaines.com, sign up for a full day intensive to increase your business um, there's all sorts of free things on my website as well. And until next Wednesday, go out and gain the advantage.
0: You've been listening to the Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's Nancy, G A I N E S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.